Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of The Trio. We previously were recording on Spreaker, but we decided to change to a different app, so here we are. And uh, we have the usual hosts, me, uh, Jay, and then we have... Avi, hello. And we have Michael. Michael, say hi. Hi. And then today we have a special... uh, uh, guest star, just to say hi, his name is Gasset Reifkind. Yeah, that's my name. I'm Gasset Reifkind. Yes, okay. I-, I like smelling flowers and talking to girls really awkwardly. That is absolutely incredible, Gasset. Thank you very much. Um, so for today, we are going to be discussing the Super Bowl and our predictions. But first, I just wanted to uh, make mention that sadly, Kobe Bryant did uh, Kobe Bryant died in a in a plane crash along with nine other people, including his 13-year-old daughter. He was an absolutely incredible basketball player, and he certainly left an impression on all of us. I would uh, just like to have a moment of silence for the once great Kobe Bryant. All right, and we're back to our scheduled programming. Well, actually, not really scheduled. We're just going on a limb out here. So, what do you guys? What do you guys' predictions about the? Uh, about the Super Bowl. With Forty- Super Bowl football, right? Yes, yeah, Super Bowl is football. Yeah, I, I don't really watch any. Oh, okay. <laughs> I say 49ers are going to win. I say Chiefs. Yeah, I, th- I, I hope, I want the 49ers to win, but I don't, I'm not sure. I expect it to be a close game now. Honestly, after, after like the, after the The chi- 49ers and Chiefs never played each other, right? Not no, this year. Not okay. this year. Honestly, I think after the Chiefs made that incredible comeback against the Texans, what was it? They were down 24-0, and then they came back to 51-31. I mean, that was just absolutely incredible for a second-half performance. I think they, they can do a, for sure do a repeat of that in the Super Bowl. But, but you could also say that for the 49ers, they had two blowout games, including being up 27-0 against the, the Packers, 49ers. the second-best team in the NFC, in the conference championship. Well, that's absolutely true. Um, I just, well, like... Okay, so let's just discuss the teams for a second, right? They're both really good. George both, Kittle's the they're best. Bo- they're both really good. They're, obviously, the 49ers have George Kittle. Emmanuel George Sanders Kittle. has been doing really well this season. Nick Bosa, Raheem Nick Bosa Mosers. has been doing well. Um, I'm, I, I, I um, Jimmy G's okay. Jimmy G's doing okay, and so is Tevin. Oh, Richard Sherman. Can't Richard, forget him. Richard Sherman's doing incredible, especially for, for such an old age. Um, and, uh, I mean... Tevin Coleman and Matt and uh, Matt Breda have been doing okay, but I gotta say their their uh, running game is below average. And um, of At least course, the 49ers have good special teams. End of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that I don't know what that joke is referring to. Can you please explain? Uh, no, if you explain the joke, it's not funny, Garrett. You just won't have to. No, nah, I need it's, jokes explained. No, we're not explaining the joke. But of course, we do have Damian Williams. On the Chiefs has been doing absolutely incredible since he's been signed and since uh, Kareem Hunt left. And uh, and of course we have the the young next Tom Brady in my in my eyes, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, who's been doing absolutely incredible both on the field and in State Farm commercials. Speaking of fields, like one time I was in a field and I, and I saw a flower and I just sniffed that, and you know what? Garrett, sniffing, how is this relevant? Sp- sniffing that flower 
was just such a great experience. That's a nice. Gift. Like you might think that most people are like, I don't want to sniff a flower. I'm better than that. Yeah, why would we want to sniff a flower? Sn- you know, we should just uh, take the time just because, to like, just sniff that flower. It smells so good. Okay, that's good to know. And that was a bit of randomness from Gasset Rifkin. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um so I wanted to I wanted to uh discuss a little bit about uh about maybe the special teams. Hey hey Michael, Michael, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Michael, get off your gas. Okay. I'm trying to get him to let go of the lock. Um so let's discuss the special teams a little bit. So What's of course team? of course we have the 49ers with uh very old Robbie Gold. Oh, I'm out. Wow. I, that was my wow. three. Very old Robbie Gold. And then you have the Chiefs I'm who go sign got off. a punt blocked, and, and that's the way catch, it is. And could not catch a kickoff ball, or no, no. And they have a muff punt return uh-huh, uh, against the Texans. Yeah. So. I gotta say, even though Robbie Gold is very old, um, he is still very good as and well. Even though like they lost to the Ravens and missed one field goal in that game, the 49ers special teams are actually pretty good with field goals. Absolutely, and absolutely, I completely agree. Um, what else? Oh, you guys want to talk a little bit about the uh, Pro Bowl? Mm, I actually like the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah sure. And I like the uh, the whole onside kick alternative that they're trying to introduce. Uh huh. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Avi, do you know what we're talking about? Uh, no, I don't. I, know I did not watch it. Uh, there's now an alternative where you can take a 4th and 15 from your own 25 instead of trying an onside kick, uh. which 4th and 15s actually do have a better likelihood percentage than receiving I mean, if you can do really, like, a really deep pass, for, you go for like 20, 25 yards, and you can right. definitely get it. I mean, that's what Kirk Cousins tried to do. He tried to hail Mary it, but it, it, it got intercepted. You know who else tried to hail Mary it? Joe Flacco. Yeah, it's true. He was successful, though. We'll see. Usually onside kicks are generally unsuccessful unless you're playing against the Saints. Onside kicks are most of the time not successful. That was a funny joke, though, wasn't it? What? I said that onside kicks are usually unsuccessful unless you're playing the the Saints. (laughs) Okay, thank you. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, Actually, you know what? I wanted to bring up something uh, different. XFL. Ooh, I'm, yeah, I'm getting the really XFL season opener is coming up. February sixth, right? February eighth. Eighth. Whoa. Yeah, on Saturday, wow. on my birthday. My birthday. Oh. Yes, I'm. I'm getting a very special birthday present. Um, um who, who, do you you're going teams? to New York, huh? What are the teams? Uh, there's a team from St. Louis. There's a team from New York. Is there? There's eight teams. There's yeah, eight teams, eight, and there's a, and it's a ten week season. Are there divisions? I, I don't believe think so. so. I believe they they just have like an eighteen bracket. I uh, for one, I for one, I'm going to be rooting Maryland? for New York. No, no there's one in Washington. That's well. So there's one oh, within there's one the Washington. Maryland border. When you say Washington, you mean Washington State or Washington D.C.? What? Okay, Dude, if, I, if it's in, within the Maryland DC. borders, what do you think? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't hear the Maryland border. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I for one, I'm going to be rooting for New York just because it's like one of the closest places. Mm. I mean, D.C.'s closer, but fine. I. <laughs> I don't like winning. Wow. DC wow. has very wow. bad Shut luck down. with sports. I mean, what are you talking about? Washington Wizards? Washington NBA? Wizards, Washington Redskins. The only good part about. they have is Washington Nationals. And nobody wait, cares wait, about baseball. On. I don't know what you're talking well, about. To the, the Nationals were, just were, were not a bad team at all. That's what I'm saying. The only good team that's come out of Washington, D.C. is the Washington Nationals. Fair. Well, no, no, the Capitals are really good. Oh, true. Yeah, you're forgetting. Um, but yeah, uh, Washington Wizards have been, uh, had this whole problem with uh, John Wall and such, and 
They drafted Rui Hachimura, but he's not really going to be that much of a of an asset for them. And then also... Right, so wait, Saint, hold, on, hold on, go back. Oh. So we have the St. Louis Battlehawks, Houston Roughnecks, New York Guardians, Tampa Bay Vipers, Dallas Renegades, Seattle Dragons, Los Angeles Wildcats, DC Defenders, Los Angeles Extreme. No, 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 no. Those are the eight teams. Oh. I don't know what that's. That's probably from like the previous time. But oh, okay. Yeah. Because they also the they also played a season, NFL season in two thousand one. Ah. What I like about the XFL new rules is that I feel like they do resolve so let's, let's a lot of problems. So um, of one of my favorite one of my favorite rules that differs from the NFL is the um, XFL punt rules, where um, where uh, if you kick out of bounds, uh, so. You, Basically, the, the main point of the main point of the new punt rules is to. I'll just let him explain it. Yeah. This is about coaches thinking twice about punting or going for it on fourth down. In the XFL, if a punt goes into the end zone, the receiving team gets the ball on their 35. And forget about coffin corner kicks. Punts that travel out of bounds are placed at the 35-2 or where the ball left the field. Whichever is better for the receiving team. Plus, the punting team can't cross the line of scrimmage until the ball is kicked. So the receiving team is less likely to call for a fair catch and more likely to return it. We're making the punt more about coaches going for it on fourth down. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, there you have it. The uh, XFL rules for the punt and actually one of my favorite rules. Well, I think a big problem with NFL when it goes to overtime is tying. And I think the overtime. That oh yeah, XFL... I really like I really like the overtime rules for the XFL. Let's play that one too. Wait, that's the two point conversion. No, no, this is this overtime. Is the XFL overtime. Oh, okay. This is about edge of your seat, <laughs> game ending action. There's no coin toss, no one possession wins, and no ties. Instead, huh. XFL overtime yeah, like is a shootout. So the best players on both sides always determine who wins the game. Each offense gets up to five one-play possessions to score from the five-yard line. Teams get two points for each successful conversion. Teams alternate plays until one team is mathematically eliminated. The defense can't score. But if they make a stop or create a turnover, the play is dead. That is very the team with the most points after the five-round shootout wins. If it's tied after five rounds, then things go to single rounds until one team scores and the other doesn't. Because this is winner-take-all kind of football. Yep. So those are my two favorite rules. My third favorite is the double forward pass, and although I don't really think we need to play the video, oh shoot, I accidentally clicked on it. <laughs> if you throw a forward pass in front of the line of scrimmage, you can throw the ball forwards again. Yeah, and I quite like that rule as well. The whole point of the XFL now is to create more action, more points, more reasons to watch the game, which I think the NFL fails to do. And to be honest, it kind of makes it a little easier for the refs. Oh, least. absolutely. And it makes a lot more f easier calls. You don't miss as many calls because you're, like, watching the whole time and stuff. But also, with, like, the ease, with, like, how much easier it is for offense to make plays, like, the play clock is shorter, only 25 seconds between plays, 10-minute halftime, 
in like the second half, like at some point, there's gonna be a running game clock. Uh-huh. There's gonna be a lot of stuff in this game that's gonna keep it concise, but make it the most interesting as possible. Yeah. I'm really excited, and I don't think it's gonna take people away from the NFL, but I think it can probably gain equally as much as the fans. The problem, I really think the problem, I think, is going to be the player acquisition because a lot of the go- most of the good football players are already playing for the NFL. However, so that means that the that the XFL will probably have to for the for the beginning for the beginning time they'll have to take from the uh, s- uh, scraps in the free agency. But to be fair, Andrew Luck's father is a commissioner, so I don't think he's gonna have much. Trouble yeah. With it. All right, and that'll be it for this week. See you guys. I think yep, on Monday. Yep. See you guys.